Good morning. Today's scripture reading is from the first chapter of the Gospel of Matthew, the 18th to the 25th verse. The reading is also in your bulletin. If you are able, please stand for the reading. This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but Mother Mary was pledged to be, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to the public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in his dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in, in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you will give him the name of Jesus, because he will save people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which, mean God, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did not he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name of Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. We are in the season of Advent. Um, as you've heard four times before uh, today, uh, for Christians, it's a season of uh, expectant waiting and preparation. It's looking ahead to the, to the ultimate fulfillment of uh, what we experienced two millennia ago. Uh, two millennia ago. You know, I, 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 two millennia ago in a stable, in a barn. Uh, I grew up in, uh, well, I cut my teeth. I won't say I grew up. I cut my teeth in, uh, in Alberta. Um, uh, Father had 11 acres, and um, it, was my, it was my responsibility more than anybody else in the family to, to, to get up early in the morning. I knew my rhythms. It was early in the morning, usually about 4. I had to get up, wipe the sleep from your eyes, go out to the barn, chase away the rats, and uh, then toss hay, prepare formula for cows, Feed the chickens, feed the rabbits, feed the pigs, feed, feed everything we raised was for consumption. Trust me, I understand Sims. I understand. I understand. Uh, why, what's your point? There was nothing romantic, clean, uh, uh, to be desired about animal husbandry. It was dirty. It was hard work. It smelled. It reeked, uh, even after you cleaned it. It was a constant. So what are you saying? I, I, I can't help but think about 
the juxtaposition of the creator of the universe coming to be born in such an environment. It wasn't a Norman Rockwell thing with the you know, nice fluffy straw and uh, you know, just nice and clean and you know, maybe a, a, a little uh, uh, one of those portable heaters in the background to keep things going. You know, it's just like, no, no, this is, this, is, this is how he was born in a nondescript, uh, out-of-the-way place, know-nothing city called Bethlehem. You wouldn't know anything about Bethlehem if it wasn't for the birth of our Savior. Um, and you know I like Charlie Brown, so as Linus, uh, he eloquently recited the second chapter of the Gospel of Luke, and he did his mic drop, and he said, that's what Christmas is all about, Charlie Brown. He read the, he recited the second chapter of, of Luke, uh, how the angels appeared to the shepherd and announced his birth. Uh, you'll find him in this barn, in this manger, in this stable. Uh, he'll be wrapped in rags. Uh, there'll, be no, no, there'll be no confusing who he is. So how do we go from that to what I like to call a season of high anxiety, where... Uh, <laughs> Folks are uh, running around breaking budgets to buy things that we don't need and don't want. We just, I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. I mean, as a, even as a kid, I, you know, I was sort of obligated, but I, I, I derived joy from giving gifts to my grandmothers uh, in particular, but I would, it, was even, it was even less uh, than the dollar store. It was called the 88-cent store. <laughs> uh, and that's where they got their Christmas gifts from the 88 cent store. And you wouldn't believe the joy that they got from their grandson giving that. And I remember one, there was this big mama cat with two, little, with two chains with two little baby cats. And I gave it to my grandmother on my mother's side because she had a lot of cats and she thought that was just so wonderful. <laughs> 88 cents. Uh, making spirits bright, oh yeah, okay. Um, and then we spend all this buildup, all this, this, this associated high anxiety, uh, decorating the tree and uh, creating this, just this right atmosphere, burning the incense in the, in the house and, uh, you know, setting the mood. And then when it comes time for Christmas, you rip off the gifts and it's, it's almost, it is, I, I don't know, I've been there. It's so anticlimactic. It's like you're sitting there and it's like, that's it? Okay. Who's going to clean up? Weeks, time, dollars spent. I, I like how DeAndre put it uh, when he spoke about, uh, you know, entertaining his daughter, uh, blowing bubbles. You have to keep blowing bubbles. You have to keep buying stuff in order to, to satisfy. It's like, well, if I get the next big thing, if I get the next big relationship. If I, get the, if I could just get that one bubble, uh, what, what happens when you run out of bubbles? Or what happens when you get tired of blowing bubbles? What tires happens when you run out of liquid? Uh, maybe it's me, and I'm sure it is, but as the song intones, we just might be looking for love in all the wrong faces, looking for love in all the wrong places. So as the first chapter, the 18th verse reads, I'll reread it again, this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. 
His mother, Mary, was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, he was found, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. You know me. I engineer by vocation, so not that that means anything, but it explains a lot of things. Uh, I love the layered, I like to say, textured beauty of this scripture, of all scripture, but this in particular. Um, there's enough material here in these eight verses to really develop a message series for a year or more, a lifetime. I mean, seriously, and I'm not, that's just not hyperbole. Uh, it's, 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 it really is that complex. And at the same time, if we're not careful, I like to say we will poke our nose on the backside of a tree and study the moss so carefully that we miss the beauty of the, of the whole forest. How many angels can dance on the head of a pin? You know, it's like, that's interesting, I guess, uh, given the right set of questions and answers. But uh, really, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm more of a meat and potatoes kind of guy. Let's, let's deal with love your neighbor as yourself. Let's just deal with that, you know, and then we'll worry about a lot of the eschatology that a lot of folks want to focus on, and we don't get, we don't get it uh, in 2019 going into 2020. Uh, the A part, and I promise, Diane, you can hold me to this. I'm not going to be long. Uh, the A part of the 18th verse uh, begins this textual unit. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. Almost feel like a mic drop right there. A after taking time to walk through, if you go through verses 1 through 17, goes through 42 generations, so-and-so begat so-and-so begat so-and-so begat so-and-so, and your eyes glaze over and it's like, ah. uh, it, it. The writer simply and straightforwardly writes, this is how the birth of Jesus, which means God saves the Messiah, which means the Christ, the Deliverer, came about. As you know, I come from one of nine. Of one day, big family, big family, lots, lots, lots of lots of siblings, lots of lots of lots of family, big family. Um, I was um, I had the fortune or misfortune, if you ask Gail, uh, being the, the the Meeks family president for eight years and four reunions. And it became my responsibility to assemble the, the family tree. There are over 2,000 living people that are DNA related to the Meeks. How do you like that for a bit of trivia? From sea to shining sea. That was my task. Needless to say, I saw things that I can't unsee. I'll leave it at that. You mar oh, oh, 
family trees aren't supposed to be circular. That, that's, not the, that's not the way these things work. What are you saying, Pastor Meeks? I'm saying is that if your family is like my family, and I suspect it is, as is the 42 generations that led up to the birth of Christ, there's a whole lot of something going on. There's a whole lot of stuff uh, going on. Uh, my family's not too different for you. What do you what, what's your point? My point is, from the very beginning, God's plan was for reconciliation. What went down in the garden, uh, God's response to what went down in the garden wasn't the plan B of creation. It wasn't like, oh, I didn't see Adam doing that. It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, don't hate me because I'm God, but I knew how this was going to go down. I, 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 I'm God. I, I do God's stuff. And, and, and at the time of Jesus' birth, a Messiah had to be on everybody's mind and radar. Everything in the Meeks family tree, in your family tree, in that family tree, in that country was messed up from the ground up. I know you all look pretty. You got reds and you got ruby jewel tones and you look good. But if we dig hard enough, it's like, you're like, no, no, no. Look over here. Don't look over here. As I, I, I joke, but don't joke. I won't look in your closet full of skeletons so you won't see the T-Rex in mine. We got issues. We got serious issues. See, there's agreement then and now that things just aren't the way they're supposed to be. There's a disconnect uh, between... Uh, the, the problem is there's a disconnect between what is the problem and what's the solution. We can all agree that there's, it's messed up. Then and now, things are messed up. Oh, I guess they're not messed up for you. Okay, all right. Just go on about your bad self then. Uh, this is... Things are messed up in families, in communities. In, you, don't have to, you don't have to pretend like it's like, oh, well, he's not talking to me. It's like, I get the calls and the texts, so I know what's, I, I know, I know what's messed up. I had the, had the, had the, the privilege of uh, meeting with someone this past week. Doesn't attend City Church, so you don't have to look around uh, and say, was it me? Was it me? Uh, and, uh, but he reached out. I'd like to talk to you, and, you know, I just, things just aren't going well in my life, and, uh, and then he just paused, and he looked at me, he said, do you ever just, like, really get tired of hearing people's problems? My answer was, I wanted to say, yeah, but I didn't say, I didn't say that. I said, uh, keep talking, because your problem is every problem. Your situation as a man is every situation as a man. It, it just, it just, there's no difference. So we don't need to look at Scripture and say, well, that's there, that's then. We need to look at the text and say, oh, I, I see myself here. Um, there's a disconnect, again, between what is the problem and what is the solution. You've heard me say, songs, music, and lyrics uh, are the romantic expressions of the heart. More than words alone, music reaches to our spiritual core. And that's why the Psalms are so 
powerful. They are the outpouring of the soul. And so what do you have at this time, if you listen to Mix 96, uh, all the Christmas music, wire to wire. I just, I, you know, I like Christmas music, but after a while, I just got to shut it off. It's like, <laughs> I really do. I mean, on the one hand, you've got Eartha Kitt and Santa Baby. On the other hand, you've got Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. That's the lament. And if you're honest with yourself, it's yours too. Uh, there's an acknowledgement that there's something missing. There's a void. So what do we sing about? What do we act about? If I can just get a sable, a convertible, a ring, a house, uh, or maybe it's not things, it's just someone special. If I could just get that special man or woman, then my Christmas will be complete. That's, that's what we're pursuing. That, that's, that's, that's why we do the things we do. And then when all the presents are unwrapped and then you roll over and uh, the person you're sleeping with has got bad breath, you figure it's like, it wasn't what I thought it was uh, going to be. It just, uh, I, I thought if I got these things, I thought if I got this relationship, I thought if, if, if I could just fill these voids in my soul, everything would be okay. Uh, so then we look on to, well, those things didn't work, but let me double down. That's one thing that we as people, we don't, we don't acknowledge that we screwed up and we make a, made a mistake and we stop. What do we do? We go by, oh, see, the, that wasn't, I, I knew I should have got that other car, so let me trade this one in and get this one, and that'll make me happy. I knew that I shouldn't have married this person, so let me trade that person in and get another person. That person will make me happy. Trust me, been there, done that, t-shirts galore. You don't, that is a losing proposition. Ah, Pastor Meeks, this is supposed to be Christmas. And is this a, uh, Jesus, God saves. The Messiah, the Christ, the Deliverer. These 11 words are a pivot for everything preceding, and it's the reason for everything after. It's the solution. Ah, I hear you, I understand, but what's the bottom line? You've identified a solution, but I'm unclear of the application. Um, I'm a member of Kaiser. They say they, they're okay. Uh, they're okay. Um, and they... Uh, they have a, uh, a pretty efficient pharmacy set up. Every time, and you know, for those of you who are members, you know, every time you get the, 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 the medication, they will always ask. They will always not ask. They'll tell you. The doctor would like to go over the prescription with you. They always do. And I am so tempted every time to say, you know what, I'm good. You know, I, 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 and maybe you've done that. Uh, uh, but I don't know how many times that assenting to sitting down with the doctor, uh, not sitting down, standing there over the counter, and it's like, well, you can't take it with this, you can't do this, this is a, oh, oh, okay, that clarifies, oh, I'm glad, well, actually, I'm glad. He, that interaction saved me from me. Saved me from having unintended consequences. 
I, I hear you again. So, Pastor Meeks, what the doctor is saying is this. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Catch that. He will save his people from their sins. See, The cause and the solution to our lament is in this 21st verse. Uh, understand, there are any number of problems that uh, we see and are forced to deal with every day, but at the heart of everything wrong that we are forced to deal with is a three-letter word, starts with S, ends with N, and there's an I in the middle. It's called sin. Uh, but for too many, acknowledging sin being the heart of the issue is too much. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of two things, at least two things. It's either too simplistic or it moves the issue from clinical to spiritual and that becomes very uncomfortable. Because we're prone to, particularly guys, particularly guys, well, you know, if the door squeaks, let me put a little oil on it and it'll stop squeaking. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me fix it. We're fixers. But the solution is right here. You are to give him the name God saves. Jesus, why? Because that's what he'll do. Give him the name God saves because that's what he'll do. I've shared with you before that a word or phrase that's used repeatedly, you ought to pay attention. Over 150 times the word Jesus is used in the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, the name, the word, Jesus. Uh, unlike today, uh, when names, we pick names because we, uh, they sound cute or, you know, we're trying to make it hard for folks to fill out forms when they're adults. Um, names had meaning. Names had meaning. Uh, Jesus was both his name and his mission. I am here to deliver because that's what I do. That's, that's who I am. I, I, uh, okay, so, all right, okay, I'm, I'm closing. Diane, I said I'm closing, I'm closing. Uh, think about this. I'm not asking you to ask someone now, but at some point, ask someone, someone that really knows and loves you because you may not like the answer. Uh, if you had a name that would append to you as your personality, what would it be? Sad? Grumpy? Cantankerous? Religious? Troubled? How about lonely? Prideful? Or would it be something like peacemaker? Loving? Kind? Helpful? Considerate? Uh, you were to give him the name God saves because he will save his people from their sins. Don't get me wrong. I said before, I say again, I love most of the Christmas music, except things like Grandma got run over by the reindeer, uh, or by yeah, <laughs> something like that. I don't like that. Um, but for obvious reasons, this year more than any other in my time in life, uh, it, it is my heart's desire to really, really, really know Christ deeply. And what it's done 
the things that have happened recently and this, this year, City Church, personally, with, with my children, with my siblings, with, it, 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 it's, it's caused me to be more clear and understanding that at the root cause of our issues, be it death, be it disobedience, be, it's sin. It's sin. There's, there's, there's no sugarcoating. It is like, well, you need to go to, uh, that's why I say at City Church, we, 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 it's like there are places, I guess, for, for instruction on, uh, you know, here are the 10 easy steps to get through life. There aren't 10 easy steps. There aren't 10 easy And the issues of life, I sin. That's, 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 that's I, I, as I said, it's, it's, it's pretty simplistic, but it's like, okay, I'm not trying to make it more complicated. Um, the Apostle Paul, as he was nearing the end of his life, he summed it up well. The very credentials these people are waving around is something special I'm tearing up and throwing out with the trash, along with everything else I used to take credit for. And why? Because of Christ. Yes, all the things I once thought were so important are gone from my life. Compared to the high privilege of knowing Christ, Jesus is my master. First hand, everything I once thought I had going for me is insignificant. Dog dung. I've dumped it, in all, I've dumped it all in the trash that I could embrace Christ and be embraced by him. I didn't want some petty, inferior brand of righteousness that comes from keeping a list of rules when I could get the robust kind that comes from trusting Christ, God's righteousness. I gave up all that inferior stuff so I could know Christ personally, experience his resurrection power, be a partner in his suffering, and go all the way with him to death itself. If there is any way to get on, get in, get on, the, get in on the resurrection from the dead, I wanted to do it. That's what Christmas and life is all about Charlie Brown. That's what it's all about, Aaron. That's what it's all about, Ivory. That's what it's all about, Veronica. That's, it. That's what life is all about. And we can choose to dance around and deal with the smoke and miss the fire. The fire is right here. Well, let me just wave at the smoke. and maybe, No, no, you need to deal with the fire or it will consume you. It's called sin. That's why Christ came, to deal with my sin. And unless and until I recognize that and embrace that, tomorrow life is always going to be a struggle. It just will. And even when I accept it, and I struggle, I can have peace in the midst of my struggle because even if I am slain, I will still trust him. He has me in totality no matter where I go, no matter where I go. Let's pray.